0: Welcome back. It's us, Donna and Steve. Hour three of the of the show. Glad to have you guys listening. What's that?
2: Yeah, good. Hey, that
3: from the Budweiser commercials is yes, where we got remember that idea. That? To that was say that.
0: Fun. Thanks. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Oh darn.
3: What Donna?
0: My computer's just giving me a little bit of a problem. Now
3: that computer
0: is just a little, just for a moment. Thanks.
3: I mean, you're going to go on. <laughs> Is it an office space? Does somebody go on a rage at yes. computer? So that to something's gonna happen. We need to be on alert.
0: Oh, is that right? Have I you never... ever seen Office Space? No.
1: They take the printer out back because it's not working yeah. and they take a baseball bat to it. And oh, yeah, fun. have a good time. Yeah. yeah.
0: We should do, do that. Do,
1: do, do you would
3: like Office too. Space. Do is uh think? is yes. Rex Kwon in Office Space or am I mixing my movies? Is does Diedrich Bader play he does. Uh like that. He's doing like a well it's Rex Kwando, it's his own version of Taekwondo.
1: Okay. I think I so, it. and it's very funny.
0: Huh. Come on.
1: It's be. I just remember the jump to conclusions mat. It's a mat where you jump to different conclusions. <laughs> it's literally a mat that has all these different conclusions oh. <laughs> that you jump to. I totally can Yeah, I was gonna say I don't know what you're talking
3: about. This is Napoleon Dynamite. Got it, yes. Oh my
0: gosh, totally, Steve. totally,
3: totally confused my movies.
0: Oh my gosh. Oh, uh,
3: but Rex Quando is great.
0: <laughs> All right, ah. I'll put it on the list. Uh. All right, here's the deal. Looks like um, Paramount offered Lindsay Lohan and Rachel McAdams, eh, you know, a certain dollar amount to do a Mean Girls sequel. Oh. But apparently, they were offended by their offers.
3: Who's the source?
0: Well, actually, a few people have picked it up. Um, this one is OK Magazine. OK. Radar Online also has it. I mean, I don't know if that's any better. It's not,
3: but, I, but, it's, but it's another name, though.
0: It's actually the four of them. Lindsay Lohan, Rachel McAdams, Amanda Seyfried, and Lacey Schabert. 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 Sorbet. They were all set to reunite. But they were like, um, yeah, no. We're not doing it for that. They probably thought that some of these were desperate.
3: <coughs> Lohan. Donna, no. What? Lindsay Lohan's on her way up. Remember, oh, she was right. like comeback player of the year or something. I had to represent her during the oh, My Talking right. Voice. That's right. For hang on, wait. Don't tell me. Don't tell me.
1: Yeah.
3: Let me see if I can remember what why people said she had a comeback last year. I knew this at one point a couple weeks ago when I looked it up. She mm-hmm. Christmas movie.
0: Mm-hmm. Hallmark. Yes.
3: Lo-ho-ho ho, or something like that, probably. <laughs> okay.
0: Anyway, page six was carrying the story, too. Um, they just don't want to pay them what, they're, what they are believe they're worth. So all four of them were willing to come back, but apparently uh, negotiations have stalled because of that. So if you were really looking forward to this...
3: Well, maybe this will work. Maybe this will be a nice um, negotiating strategy on the part of those ladies. Maybe they'll, yeah, they'll be like, all right, fine. We need to pay him, pay Mathewassi. To a lot of people would see it. I
1: think well, what they call it, Mean Moms? Well, what's interesting with this is it's actually the movie they're making the musical right. into a movie. So all oh. of the characters they played, those roles have all been casted. <laughs> So this is not even... They went not star in this. Right. They'd they would be like be moms like, Exactly. Or their moms or they'd have some other role and Tina Fey was going to get, you know, they were going to back the truck up and dump whatever she wanted to for a salary and they were very unhappy at what they got, which because their roles would almost be more cameo. Sure.
0: Sure. Like,
1: right. But Tina Fey created it. She wrote it. That's yeah. why she's getting so much. Mm-hmm. Exactly.
2: Hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, and then... um Lindsay had told Amanda Seyfried, I don't know, this was back in December, I had heard something about it being a movie musical, and I was like, oh, no, we can't do that. It has to be the same tone. So there's uh, sounds like they've got a few things they have to work out. But would have been an opportunity to see your girlfriend, Rachel McAdams, as you call her.
3: Yeah, I heard you. How do you say it?
0: McAdams. Huh. McAdams.
3: Say the other actress's last name. Amanda what?
0: Seyfried. I'm probably mispronouncing you, that.
3: You are, but I didn't know how to correct it. I think, but uh, I feel like it's it's not Freed. Um, according to the Bubaka or BBC, I don't know how you pronounce that.
0: It's
3: Bubaka. So com said uh, Amanda Seyfried is constantly correcting people on how to say her name. Is it Siegfried, Seyfried, Listen, Listen, this is Amanda Seyfried. Sigh, Fred, S-I-G-H, and Fred.
0: Okay, this is the risk you take when you don't have a simple name. Sorry. Sorry, Chloe. Seven Yee. Yeah. You know, sorry. To
3: be clear, Donna's blaming your ancestors. I know that they were worried about surviving and eating healthy food and not getting cholera, but... (laughs) At some point, Listen, you could have changed your name. If
0: you don't have a last name like Aniston Pitt, it's hard. Ask Milo Vintimiglia.
3: Milo Vintimiglia.
0: You know what I mean?
3: Every time this um, happens. Ryan Perpich used to have to say Milo Vintimiglia, he was our old producer who passed away. His radio career passed away. He's still alive. He works down in the newsroom, but um, he's no longer our producer. I remember loving it when he would say Milo Vinti Mingi. It's just so,
0: <laughs> so, so bad. much
3: so much. Nobody feels confident when they no, say it. It's
0: real bad. So anyway, I don't feel real bad about mispronouncing her name. Sorry. Uh, Cocaine Bear, as uh, the Big Z told us, is out today. And I'm looking at some of like I'm looking at a review of it, and it sounds like I'm reviewing it. Here we go. Cocaine Bear. <laughs> Uh, Is it a good movie? No. Is it bad? Not quite. Is it ridiculous in a shameless and flamboyant enough way to be a gonzo delight? Only if you set the bar low enough by going in expecting that that's what you're going to see. In which case, the power of suggestion might tilt you toward thinking that it is. They're saying it's so nutty, so preposterous, so what? The bleep are we watching? In fact, someone literally yelled out at the theater where this reviewer was watching and said, What the F is this movie? But this person says it's all irresistible. You must go on opening weekend, submit to the madness. All right. And this is Elizabeth Banks. She's directing this. I think she might have had a reluctance to it, thinking, Oh God, is this going to kill my career? (laughs) <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I think this is one that I'm going to watch for sure.
3: I started to wonder if the snowstorm, and this will sound crazy, but was some big budget promotional <gasps> thing for Cocaine Bear because <laughs> it was really coming down like powder, right? I mean, it was light and fluffy.
0: It's funny. And just
3: to show you the the yin yang of the uh, box office this weekend, two two new movies out of note: uh, Cocaine Bear. In Jesus Revolution. You can see either wow. or, or you can see both.
0: All right. Double
3: order, <laughs> order might impact how you view either one, you know. I don't know, but yeah, they're they're both out.
0: Huh. You know, they're they're saying the, the movie was never crowdsourced, but one of its selling points is that the film's audience has been primed to think of the movie as theirs.
3: And again, this is a bear who stumbles into cocaine after drugs were seized and then drugs
0: were dropped i think out uh, of a, like a yeah. helicopter something yes. like that. based yeah. on a true
3: story inadvertently yeah. though right like yeah. they, they weren't and then it was like oh crap we, we need we, to
0: get our stuff we need to get our drugs back
3: but was it authorities mike was it like like uh like no. police was it a police helicopter like we've confiscated all these drugs and now they dropped out of the police chopper or is this criminal chopper
1: it looks like you get a mix of all of it, because I'm reading that it says like an oddball group of cops, criminals, tourists and teens are all trying to uh are, are interacting with this cocaine bear. So I don't know where the original cocaine came from. I'm
0: Whatever sure. it was, I think it fell from a plane okay. or a helicopter. I don't know if they were dumping it because they were got, about to get busted or if it was confiscated. Hmm. But this ba- the bear in real life ended up, you know, it was a tragic story. And the bear is now in some strip mall or something, some kentucky mall do you know what i'm talking about we lexington
1: talked- kentucky yep yeah. The taxidermied bear is there named pablo escobar <laughs> <laughs> hang on yeah that's creative they yep. get a point they I get feel a point bad. that's very the bear's creative.
0: dead
3: <sighs> you're just upset the cocaine's gone <laughs> Donna. be honest all
0: right fine anyway did he
3: die of an od yes i don't know
0: He ate a lot of it. He dies at the end of this movie? I don't know about the end of the movie, but But, but, in real life, he did.
1: But as a result of the cocaine? The medical examiner has estimated that the bear had absorbed three to four grams into its bloodstream at the time of its death. I don't know anything about that. How much is a gram? Like, if I were to
0: look at a gram, like, on a scale?
1: I think a small amount. A gram is a tiny oh, amount. Oh, three right?
0: or four. That's not a lot.
1: Well, just for the record, the bear was only 175 pounds, so they use a much larger bear in the movie.
0: Oh, okay. It looks ridiculous. Yeah. Um, this is Ray Liotta's last film. There's a oh. lot of really famous people in this movie. I'm trying to find the cast. Elizabeth Banks is in it. I think Carrie Russell maybe
2: is is
1: Russell is.
0: Yeah. Are you going to see it, guys?
1: We were supposed to go to a sh- uh, screening of it on Wednesday and it got snowed it out. Got but yeah, yeah, but um now I'm, I'm not sure. It's it's I heard it's it's gory but in such an exaggeratedly fun way that like I mean it's almost just campy how right. completely gory it is. Like I'll limbs wait. being ripped off and thrown around. Yeah.
0: Got it. Well, right, we're out of time. I'm going to wait until okay. it streams. We got to go. Uh,
3: well, we come back, we got a couple studies. One that has to do with robots taking over. Ever heard that before? That one we come back, to and Steve, on my talk.
0: Hey guys, something worth noting. If you are ever injured in an accident, one of the first things you need to do is you need to contact an experienced personal injury attorney like Mike Bryant of Bradshaw and Bryant. I'd learned a lot. Um in getting to know Mike about how important it is to have someone on your side, someone who's advising you. And here's the deal. When you get a hold of Mike, he's going to set up a meeting where you can discuss your case. That is free of charge. And if he does think you have a case, it still isn't going to cost you anything for representation unless there is an actual settlement. And by the way, research shows that on average unrepresented individuals receive in their pocket a third of the compensation as those who are properly represented being injured it can be devastating on so many levels and not just physically but emotionally and financially and certainly the hope is that something like this never happens to you but if it does god forbid and you want to find out about your legal options get a hold of mike at bradshaw and bryant at minnesota personal com. all right welcome back to the show Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. We got a couple of scary studies. At least one is scary.
1: Studies have shown that. Studies have shown that the microbial. Several
0: long term studies have shown. They've studied
4: the studies. Several scientific studies have shown. And here with their findings are study buddies. The
0: perfect nerd couple.
4: Donna and Steve.
0: Oh yeah. Hi. Hey. Hey guys. Yeah. This is crazy.
3: What is it, Donna?
0: Well, it has to do with robots taking over. Might be taking all our jobs in the next 10 years. But on the plus side, we won't have to spend uh, time at home doing housework. Because robots and AI will have that covered as well. Like what? Like...
3: They already vacuum.
0: Getting groceries, shopping, uh, dishwashing, cooking, ironing. Folding, laundry, they are predicting around 39% of the time spent on housework and caring for loved ones could be automated by 2033. Really? Most likely ones are groceries. They can, well, you know, obviously we can already get them delivered, but maybe they can handle the ordering. Oh. Cooking. uh. That's interesting. The least likely stuff to be automated mostly involves other living things like child care, Mm. escorting a child outside. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind
2: all of this is Chris Jenner,
0: LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends.
2: Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel.
0: In the home, interacting with children, pet care, mending clothing, caring for an adult, car maintenance, gardening, teaching, like teaching a child. mm mm-hmm. So that's the silver lining if you lose your job to a robot.
3: You have to learn how to run the robots.
0: That is true. By the way, Megan is out today streaming.
3: Megan is out today streaming. Wait, don't tell me what this means because right now I don't know what you're talking about. Megan is out today. Oh, I'm thinking of a person. You mean the movie.
0: I mean the movie.
3: Based on that
1: animatronic doll, that scary
0: doll who goes rogue.
1: Yeah,
0: have you seen it? I have not. No, okay,
1: that's a little uh, little creepy.
0: I'm gonna watch it.
1: Okay, I'm
0: putting it on the list for tonight. Thank you. you.
1: What about Inception?
0: No, I'm not gonna watch it. I gotta watch like current stuff right now.
1: Oh man, and I write. We added two more movies uh, for Steve this morning. By the way, oh, what do you got? Uh, Wayne's World. At least one. What um, do you mean? Never seen it. Oh. And then just the first half of Titanic. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Disc one. Disc one. (laughs) VHS one.
3: (laughs) I've already seen. Yeah, I've already seen the bad part. I know nothing about this. Paint me like a French person, Petey, or whatever. I don't know that he's an artist.
0: Well, don't watch that with the kids. I don't
3: know what she does. Yeah. No, I, I. Yeah, I won't. That won't be a.
0: I think you should watch it from start to finish. It's a really good movie, especially, well, you already saw the ending. I was going to say especially the ending, but it's not what I meant. What
3: do you mean by that?
0: I meant like the music. You would enjoy the music playing. As
3: the families drown?
0: Correct. I'm just asking. No, as they're getting off the boat. Okay. I didn't mean as the families drown. Oh, wow, that sounded bad. Well, I mean.
3: This is the same woman who has at one point said about... Osama bin Laden, Stop! I'm just saying he had nice eyes.
0: Fact is a fact. I can't do anything about that.
1: Never thought I'd be looking up Osama bin Laden's eyes. Now, Charles Manson,
0: crazy eyes, right? I thought
1: people thought Charles Manson was attractive.
0: Or wait. Don't bark up this tree.
3: Isn't that that wasn't there like a really terrible guy that they thought was attractive? You Ted no, Bundy. Ted Bundy. Oh, and different from Ted Kaczynski. Indeed, Unabomber.
0: Correct. Wow. Wow. Why do you always got to go there?
3: I don't know. Cause you said, make sure whatever you do, watch the watch the end of Titanic. You'll love it.
0: I no, I didn't say Where? Well, it would be
3: more or less. I it's not interpreted.
0: It. I didn't say that. Well, you I know,
3: know. almost I 50% like percent that. of people have now tried online dating at some point. That's a very, very high high amount.
0: That is. For
3: almost anything. Goodness. Sure. Uh, It was the most popular way to find dates in 2023, dating apps, dating websites, um, then through social media and stuff like that. But the, the benefits being you get to know people a little before deciding if you actually want to meet up in person. There's a much larger pool of people to choose from, and you can filter people based on specific requirements. Right. I, I, I think that it used to have a bit of a stigma around it, right? Online dating. Didn't it seem weird at first? And now it seems like, oh, what an efficient way to speed this process up a little bit. Because if you're just meeting up with people with Caribou one week after yeah, another.
0: I think you get, maybe I'm wrong because I know lots of people who've met on the free apps. But if you really want to curate more detailed Qualities. They
3: keep the hotties behind the paywall, is that what you mean?
0: <laughs> no. I was gonna say you should probably do like a match dot com or whatever fishes and and yeah, yeah. snakes or whatever. Of, yeah.
3: yeah, fishes, you got farmers, you got matches. <laughs> you
0: got J Date for the Jewish community. Yeah.
3: What's the one that you liked the uh was Sizzle or what's it? come on. It's right there. It's tender. Bumble. Bumble. That's right. Yeah. Do they all operate on a swipe left, swipe right? Is it the same swiping pattern? I think it is. That's fun.
0: Thanks, Steve.
3: Thank you, Donna. like a video
0: game. Guess what's coming up next?
3: Time for a slow jam. Hmm. Rocco Clock. Will he have slowed down something stupid that we said earlier in the week? We'll all find out together when we come back.
0: Hey, guys. Hey, everyone. How's it going? Very well. Why? I don't know. Rocco just told me to wear a girdle, but whatever. (laughs) He did. I mean, just... The compliment's just flying I was telling you you were
4: skinny And then you were like no I'm not Look at me and I'm like well wear a girdle
0: mm. Didn't exactly go down like Thought that, your, that your,
3: uh, your side of the story is how to go
0: It started as like a Kind of a compliment Then it was like And then he gave me a once over and said wear a girdle You know I find
4: Vintage lingerie uh, oh, Shapewear yeah. uh, appealing But that's shape-wear.
0: just me <laughs>
4: <laughs> what are you doing here anyway? Um, it is uh, Rock O'Clock. Uh,
1: yeah. Hey, Rocko. This guy again. What's up, Rocco?
2: Who invited him? There's something wrong with Rocko. What do you want, Rocko?
4: What time
0: is it? It's, it's Rock O'Clock.
4: So, uh, yes, every, day, every Friday is Slow Jam Friday. I remember yesterday I said, like, I don't have anything for you guys. Why don't you tell me what. I could slow down, and you guys are like, I don't know, just pick anything.
3: I said you could randomly grab any portion of the show I and just be so. like, oh, nope, dumb. That's pretty dumb. Clearly when I scrub through our show like quickly on the podcast, like if you just are checking, all right, make sure nothing drops at some point. And so if you then, it, it's like skipping forward two minutes, two minutes, two minutes, two minutes. It's amazing. The high. Frequency of stupidity that we hear as we do this.
0: I would like to credit you with that. Thank you.
3: Wait, what? what? it used to be Jeopardy
0: before I joined? No, kidding. Ah. It
4: it really only took me about five or six scrolling through your podcast before I came across uh, this one uh, from Tuesday, Hour 3. A study on the healthiest length of time you should pee. Oh, this oh, was so yeah. uh, So I slid it down, Uh-oh. and it sounds like this. I'm going to slow things down. That's right. We're going to slow things down for the lovers out there. This is the Donna and Steve
3: Slow Jam. So, Donna, why don't you start with your story about the appropriate time? duration (laughs) to
2: urinate. Hmm.
0: Animals with bigger bladders have stronger streams.
3: No, that's offensive. (laughs) So. I've always found that. What? Guys have this complex. Women don't have it. Women don't go into the bathroom if you're being next to Susie. You're not yeah, thinking yeah. whose stream is strong. I am. Um, you are. I
0: definitely am. To yeah, show I'll be what. Like, wow, I'm. she held it a long time. <laughs>
3: We hear the sound of a stream and then just assume from there that they're just in a different situation than we are. We judge streams. Stream judge. When. I was peeing in a restaurant in Pittsburgh years (laughs) ago. Uh, I was probably in my early thirties, and uh, legendary Steelers. Super Bowl winning coach Bill Cower came in. He was at the urinal beside me, and he came in and sounded like he had been waiting a while. <laughs> Almost like a valve burst. You know, and it's like, <laughs> wow, whoa, I holy. I can't
1: believe you just. Holy cow. <laughs>
3: and then it was just, it was impressive. It was just like, okay, there you go. Loud streams, like the porcelain getting cracked. <laughs> so then I. <laughs> Fueled by insecurity. Started trying to push oh,
4: no. it
3: out more. Like to in- increase it. And I farted. <laughs> <sighs> That's the story of my life. Oh, yeah. Oh, that was the Donna and Steve Slope. The restaurant is called Atrius, if you have any Pittsburgh sightseeing on the agenda this summer. It's called Atrias. It's in the City of Fox Chapel.
0: Did you just happen to run into him or were yeah. you at like an event? Okay. No, it wasn't like, like
3: a like an autograph signing or anything like that. We had seen him earlier. It was like, Oh, Bill Cower's here. And I think he had lived right in in and around that town at that time. So then, yeah, they're just and he's such a big imposing figure. All these professional athletes, they're just big. Yeah,
0: they're like wrestler big. Yeah, yeah. I
4: got to agree with Steve. I mean, if you hear if you're peeing next to somebody and you hear like big streams, you're like, well, I I got to live up to that. I don't want to mm-hmm. be Mr. Tinkle over you here.
0: You guys are so yes. competitive. It's really baffling. Like who cares? Like get some confidence. It's it's a weird
4: thing. I have. I also do. I think you have it. See, I have the weird thing where I can't really pee
3: next to somebody else. Oh, I, I can't it. either. I have it bad. I have to cross my eyes. That's the <laughs> okay. way that I. That's the way I learned it. It's a hack for anyone who has trouble <laughs> okay. at a urinal. This one's free of charge. I learned that if you're side by side, and and there could still be a situation where it's like, let me just say, if I went up to a urinal today. And then right beside me at a two person urinal was pretty much anybody else. I'm really, really going to have difficulty peeing. So that might be a tap out situation. But if in an airport and there's multiple, sometimes Rocco, look at the wall. And then if you cross your eyes, what happens is your mental energy goes to a different physical thing that you're doing. Hmm. And then it relieves. Releases the tension elsewhere so that things can flow freely. We have a question Melton. from Donna. Melton. Oh.
1: Melton. Melton. Melton.
0: Jason writes in Steve, I'm here to tell you I have checked around and nobody has this P stream issue except you. It's all in your head, bruh. You mm-hmm. and Rocco. Yeah, Rocco's so now I have
3: to. Rocco, so it's currently two to one, so he makes up. Thirty-three percent of those surveyed so far. Rocco and I. Sixty-six percent of men <laughs> surveyed uh, have thoughts about what comes to their mind whenever they hear loud streams. And then, yeah, you feel like a like a horse. Like you have to compete and try to
1: match.
0: Rachel. Wow. Wow, guys. I was hoping to never hear that story again about Steve peeing. (laughs) Hey, (laughs) Rachel. Me too, Rachel. Me too.
3: I guess it's uh, now time for me to officially apologize for being human. Mm -hmm. Thank you for the empathy, everyone. Don't forget you can send in your support emails and say, Steve, I get it. What a bummer. I stand with you and Rocco. Hashtag I stand with Steve and Rocco.
4: Yeah, and if you want to suggest Mr. Tinkle being our state fair t-shirt next year, I mean, let's just throw it You're in You're so hand.
3: right, though, Rango. If you are Mr. Tinkle in a bathroom, you feel like, oh, wow, this is embarrassing. Yeah. They're like, he doesn't even know how to work that thing.
1: Wow. It's absolutely
3: a thing. And in fact, today I walked into the restroom and someone, I swear to goodness, they should outlaw, they should take out the sit-down situation in our bathroom Someone was seated. Yeah. There's a huge gap. You can see right through. Correct. I think Same I know who it was.
0: Oh, no. And I was like,
3: oh, this is, this is terrible.
0: Well, they should at least have a few in there, like maybe two stalls, not just the one. Well, there, there's
4: other bathrooms here that have multiple. Yeah, no, know. John's. I can but yes, I agree. The one right here where there's a terrible, gap, where terrible. you can totally see Mr.
3: Sit-Down. <laughs> and if you just have one sit-down and one stand-up, ve- and both are occupied... Oh, I just, you
0: both know who each other is because if you're seeing who it is in there, they're seeing who's out there
3: exactly. exactly. Yeah.
0: And if you're Mister Tinkle, you
4: gotta go back to work with the you know c- cone of shame.
1: Yes, that's
3: exactly <laughs> right, Rocco. Thousand <laughs> percent. I also have a rule that I would like to institute. If you're ever in that kind of a situation, I think Mister Sit Down, the courteous <laughs> thing to do in that time, because. Standards are, we only want to be in there for like a max of 45 seconds. We want to go, we want to wash our hands, we want to get out of there. They need to cease all activity upon entry. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) Because then, uh, just all of it, and I mean any version of it, not the yuck stuff. I'm just saying all of it should be they play a game of freeze, go full possum on the toilet. (laughs)
2: That's what happens.
3: No, but not this morning. Then it happens in the ladies' room. Oh, Lord. I was just like, guys, come on, man. So uncomfortable yeah. in that bathroom. I hate that bathroom.
0: I wish it was a private bathroom for you guys, like with a lock on the door. Oh, so like you go in, you lock the door, whatever happens in there, nobody has to know.
3: I know of some of the best bathrooms around here too, and they're just all far away from where we are. Hmm. But there's one that there are two in and around the Twin Cities Live studios, which are primo. There's another one down in the hallway, walking down toward Twin Cities Live. You wouldn't even know, you would think it was a storage closet. And oh. it is a solo, private with a lock bathroom. And by the way, stinky they got a shower in there too
0: what oh yeah i've used that one yeah oh yeah you gotta show me
3: this oh brah you'll love that one but the only problem oh and then there's another one down near the control room it's great tons of noise there's servers around so there's a bunch of machines that are running oh yeah yeah yeah. so it's like a natural vent as well also let's show that we never have to come back to this again i think that you should always put a vent on every time you go into a restroom. at somebody else's house every time. Yeah. Always to put yeah, on the I, vent, I no matter what you're doing, yeah. turn the vent on. A little sound barrier sure, is never going to hurt you. It's yeah. only there to help you.
0: You're right. I know. You're right. I don't, ha- <laughs> I don't have a vent at my cabin, which... It's kind of worrisome, yeah, but you have the woods and pines. Yeah, that's true. Incoming. And you can crack the window open too. The window's right next to the toilet. Mail
3: time! Mail time! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mail! Alan yeah. sends an email. hashtag I stand with Stephen Rocco. hashtag The Stream Olympics.
0: <laughs>
3: up, up next, distance streams. We used to do that in elementary school. We oh, will stand fun. back to see if we could still get it in. Cute. Uh, somebody else, Leo sends one. I can see the coach looking over at the farter and seeing the hair and cross-eyed Steve.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez! Wow. Well, that's great. All right, we're done. Oh. All right, Rocco, that was
3: fun. Thanks, Rocco.
4: Yeah, if you don't mind, I might stick around and talk about uh, simple cremations in about uh, fifty-nine seconds.
3: Right. Hey, and if you don't mind, Rocco, I'm going to come hang on in your studio right after the show and talk about the Canopy Group. No. Okay, goodbye. Okay, bye now.
0: And I'm Donna Valentine.
3: We'll all return, and by all, I mean some of us, to call and find out Soup Menu Talk by next.
4: Rocco for Crescent Tide Cremation Services. You know I talk about this every day because uh, my mom had a good experience uh, talking to Lisa, pre-planning and pre-paying for a simple cremation. She's still around. She's about 74, but she thinks about these things. She's thought, you know what? I don't want to leave this up to my kids because uh, my son Rocco's a little weird. Not sure what sort of uh, event he would plan. All I want is a simple cremation and all I want is like a to go have the, my immediate family have a nice dinner and uh, say nice things about me for a little bit. So she went in, pre-planned, prepaid for simple cremation. That is really all they do at Crescent Tide. They used to be in the full-service funeral business, and then they said, "You know what? Most people these days they just want a simple cremation, and uh, we feel better doing that. We feel like maybe we felt weird up charging people for things they didn't need." So they're keeping it simple, transparent, and affordable. Simple cremation started at just $800. Check them out today Crescent Tide Cremation Services.
0: Final stretch of the Donna and Steve Extravaganza on my Talk one oh seven one, Everything Entertainment. It was fun today. I mean, we still got more.
3: Yeah, we're not done yet. We saved the best for this part of the yes, show. Yes, we do. <laughs>
4: Wow, that was
0: aggressive.
3: It's like one of those good stretches that you needed, you know, stretch oh, your sternum. Sure. Yeah, this, Hey. Hi. Hey, buddy. Hey, doing big nasty knotting in the building. Um, <laughs> hey, so let's uh, let's talk soup first, and then I have a follow up. What's okay. your soup today?
2: Uh, we got a uh, chicken fajita.
0: Oh, that sounds
3: Ooh, good.
2: What's in that? Corn, black beans. No, I did like the fajita mix, so it's got the fire roasted um, red pepper, green pepper, onion, Yum. garlic, Love some it. of the homemade salsa, pulled chicken.
0: Delicious.
2: Yeah. That does sound good. A little spicy, yeah, a little bit. Not oh. too bad, though. Are
0: you doing like a a Friday during Lent kind of situation on Fridays?
2: Popcorn shrimp. Nice. Oh, is that yeah. our is that our entree today? That is okay.
0: What's what, what are you serving with it? Fries. Ooh,
2: <laughs> I love fries. You know, yeah, nothing nothing crazy, but
3: last night the kids were eating tater tots. Lou whipped up this salad. I said, "Would you mind if I ate that salad tomorrow?" She said, "No, I don't care." And, and he I just said,
2: "Gorgeous on tater tots."
3: We put more tater tots into the
2: oven, and uh, wow, man,
3: tater tots are so.
2: Have you ever good. done like uh, tater tots only like nachos? No. So call them totchos. Keep saying stuff. You put the melted cheese on them and the ground beef, and you build it like a notch, like a super oh. nacho but it's tot. Oh, that's oh. a
0: great It's almost like your poutine.
2: Oh, my god! Uh, yeah, my tater tot okay. poutine
3: that I love. Yes. Yeah. Oh, my gosh.
0: Wow. Thanks for the dinner idea.
2: Yeah, tot shows, everyone. Okay.
3: Tachos. He is Brian from our cafeteria. He makes soup. Thank you, Brian. Yep, bye.
0: Bye. Have a good weekend.
3: Did you that's drive the... your um, super old car in today?
0: I sure did, Steve. Nice. Why? Oh, oh, just asking. Oh, are you car shaming me because no, you got no, a brand no. new car? Mm. Oh, mm. Okay. No, it's cool to Hi, but- I'm Steve. I'm just asking. American TV, except I don't. <laughs> <laughs> just ask
3: it, that's <laughs> all. All right, fine. No, it's cool. It's super approachable.
0: Thanks. You're just bringing that up just to point out.
1: No, 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 Why, Why, you you up? It Why did, it did you that even way?
3: ask
0: a question? I didn't even mean
3: to. I thought I said it inside of my head. Oh, Why did I even call it super old? Things that
2: make you go.
3: We're going to get you out of here on some fun facts to really stimulate your brain. So you feel jazzed going into the weekend. Just because you shift out of work mode doesn't mean you have to get dumber. All right? All get right. smarter. Here's something fun to talk about with your friends and family over this weekend. People have been, this is interesting, people have been metal detecting since 1881 when Alexander Graham Bell.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: Invented a device to find the bullet that was lodged in President James A. Garfield. So oh. right now you're looking for quarters on the beach, but at one point, beep, beep, they're looking for a bullet inside of the president.
0: Wow, that's, an, that's insane.
3: Also kind of wild that sometimes a bullet can kill you, and other times it can stay lodged in you
0: forever. forever.
3: What's up with that? Probably has to do with organs and blood and blood mm. loss.
0: Yeah, maybe organs versus bone.
3: You're, yeah, you yeah. Like if
0: you have it lodged in your skull, but it hasn't penetrated to hit your brain. I don't know. I'm just making up the answer. Thanks.
3: The Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles were called Teenage Mutant Hero Turtles when they debuted in England in the 80s because ninja had violent connotations.
0: Oh, did it? Well, yeah. I guess you think of a ninja that is pretty violent, right?
3: Yeah. Aren't they out to kind of hurt you? Oh, Remember those stars that they would throw? Sure. Those little ninja stars? Chinese sure. stars? What are they called? Death you know stars? About. Yeah. no. Nah. Right. Mike knows. Zambonis used to study. Throwing stars? Throwing stars? Sure. All right, That's right. Yeah. I'll go with that. Right. Yeah. I remember being afraid of those as a kid, thinking like, whoa. They're scary. Yeah, those can really get you. Hmm. Oh, yeah, Chinese throwing stars. You can purchase those on Amazon today. Yikes. Ninja shuriken throwing stars. You remember from Street Fighter? Shuriken. Yeah. Yes. Yeah,
0: yeah, man.
3: Good. Gunky girl. That was video game talk. Nice job. <laughs> Thanks. Uh Peaches are named after Persia because that's where Europeans had them for the very first time. They were called Malam. Persicum in Latin, which translates to Persian apple. Hmm. It was eventually translated to pêche in French, which became peach, huh? That was fun. That was the fact you'll know and never repeat This is fascinating for all you geography nerds out there, and you know who you are You use the term as the crow flies probably Somebody used that with me a couple of weeks ago and thought I knew what it meant They used it confidently to me, without pointing, this was the crow flies,
0: hmm. and I was like, what?
3: "So I just kept a straight face, and I was like, all right yeah, mm-hmm. that's what you do. That's good. All right.' And, and then, then you're a, hoping
0: they'll like move on. Left, yeah.
3: Okay. All right. That, yeah. No, thank you, sir. And then you just have to go ask again to someone different. When you go north, <laughs> south, east, or west from Los Algodones, Mexico. When you go north, south, east, or west from there, the city of Mexico, you still end up in the United States. It's on the northeast tip of the Baja Peninsula, so it's north of one corner of Arizona. That's an interesting geography. There's a city in Mexico where if you go north, south, east, west. You land up in the United States. Hit a my
0: country. All right. I don't know what's happening. I'm singing My Country Tis of okay. the Anti American.
3: Got it. Sorry, I didn't mean that.
1: I got a text that we're idiots. <laughs> From from whom? the I believe the Mortal Kombat thing or the Street Fighter thing we were referring yeah. to was Hadouken, oh. not oh. Shuruken.
3: Not Shuruken, but still, you can see how that get mixed up. Because it was like Ken yeah, was, and Ryu or Ryu, whatever. Ryu yeah. was
1: the one that said Hadouken. Yeah, yes. well, remember
3: Zangief? <laughs> Zangief is oh, in... Yeah, that's um cool. Oh, what is Zangief in? He is in Wreck-It Ralph. When Wreck-It Ralph, who's a bad guy in a video game but wants to be a good guy, wants to be loved and have friends... He goes to a Bad Guys Anonymous thing, oh. and Zangief is there, <laughs> and like the bad guy from Sonic, um, Koopa, you know, from Mario, they're there, <sighs> and he just breathes fire every oh, time he
0: yeah, talks. I love him. It's great. Just got an email. Sheila says, subject, favorite letter. I love the day you guys ask for people to call in with their favorite letter. Thank you. Any chance you could do a sequel to that? Favorite number?
3: let me tell you something (laughs) Sheila absolutely we can and the fact that you sent this email in that's the kind of email I want to print and frame (laughs) I mean all right that was an awesome day all right so deep tease Uh (laughs) sometime next week and we will try to do this at a time when we know our boss is preoccupied we will try to uh work in a Call-in segment where you just call in and tell us any one or two-digit number
0: or favorite knob in the house. <laughs> I mean, there's this could go on forever,
3: huh? Yeah, we do have easy knobs and tough knobs in the house, right? Not all knobs are created right. equally.
0: Some knobs are just not worth the trouble.
3: Knob worth the trouble.
0: <laughs> well, the pleasure has been all yours. Thanks for having me.
3: Okay, uh, that's Donna Valentine. Bradley and Don and their adventure awaits. LoJ after that. Zamboni sticks around. Thanks everybody. Bye now. Bye.